Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast, your channel for the latest alumni stories in Boston and beyond. In this show, we'll catch up with Northeastern alumni who are out there achieving what's next. Fundraising is essential to the nonprofit world, from charity causes to higher education. Charles Cormier studied health sciences and was looking to make an impact and instead discovered a career path in philanthropy. Hi, Charles. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. So first, uh, I'd love to kick off. Can you tell me a bit about your Northeastern background, what your job is, what you do? Yeah, definitely. So I was in the Bouvet School of Health Sciences. I was actually a health science major with a minor in law and public policy. I graduated in May of 2017 and recently came back as the assistant director of student philanthropy programs. So that means I run our senior legacy committee and I also oversee our Husky Starter crowdfunding platform. Great. And fundraising and philanthropy are really major parts of higher education, and we both work in this field, um, really in the nonprofit world in general. But it's not something people major in, or how do you build a career in that? Honestly, it was definitely a combination of my involvement with Senior Legacy while I was in school, having good mentors, but mostly having no idea what I wanted to do. I, like I said, I was a health science major. I knew fairly early on that I didn't want to go into practicing healthcare. And it wasn't until my senior year that I got involved with Senior Legacy. And it was just a really fun group. I had no idea what it was when I signed up. The name really resonated with me. And after kind of talking more with the advisor, I think the mission, I really connected with that as well. So I spent a year doing that. And it was just a lot of fun. It was really cool to be able to kind of have a voice for my senior class um, and understand a little bit more about philanthropy. I had done a few fundraisers here and there before, but never considered myself a fundraiser. And then it came time to graduate and decide what I wanted to do. I kind of leaned on that advisor again as a mentor and we talked it through and I realized philanthropy honestly was a great career choice for me and I've been in it ever since. Yeah, usually it's something personal to you that sparks that interest because again, you're just not, you're not majoring in philanthropy 101 and say, okay, I'm going to start this career now. And well, you're still early in your career. Can you tell me a little bit of where you started first before getting to Northeastern? Of course. Yeah. So I started with Harvard Alumni Affairs and Development shortly after graduation. I was able to work in development there and I supported the Parents Fund, Academic and Development Coordination, Reunion, and Annual Giving. So I got to really see a broad spectrum, and in just just under a year and a half there, the position that I'm in here at Northeastern opened up, and I saw that it was running Senior Legacy Committee. It looked like the perfect job for me. I was definitely ready for my next step and being able to come back and help lead the group that showed me so much I thought was really insightful and important for me to do. So I applied, and I am here and happy now. Yeah, you probably have a great perspective as a student, a former student of Northeastern that you had to come back and find your job here. So why is fundraising sometimes difficult for people to understand? I think it's a topic that we don't always talk about and everyone knows it's around us in this nonprofit world. Yeah, it definitely is. So I think fundraising is kind of one of those concepts 
that you don't, you know of, but you don't really get involved with unless you feel connected in some way. So I think, especially for students in college, there's just so much going around that you don't think of philanthropy at large. You think of, for example, at Northeastern, Relay for Life. That's huge. Everyone knows that. The Boston Marathon, when you have friends who are running, that's huge. But you always connect that to the cause, not the overall fundraising. So I think that's definitely a big barrier. And I'll admit, I kind of felt the same way. I actually chaired my Relay for Life team when I was in undergrad, and I still didn't really connect it to the bigger base. So I think, and one thing that I'm really trying to do here is just create an educational platform. You know, these students walk around every day and they interact with philanthropy so much, they just don't know it. And that's not really a fault of theirs or ours. I just kind of made it my mission. I'm making it my mission to make sure that they understand what philanthropy is. It's not something scary. It's not something that's has to be just like a one transaction and done. It is a bigger culture. And it really is about providing future generations the great experience that we all have. And I just want to make sure they understand that, they feel connected to it, and that they can carry that with them after they leave Northeastern. And it's also something that's evolving, right? So philanthropy can mean one thing when you're a student and later in your life, something completely different. A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely is not anything that fits within four walls. Mm -hmm. Um, Philanthropy is all about investing in something. Um, Luckily, here at Northeastern, it's something that we know Northeastern's already invested in you. So even just my senior legacy committee, their time and helping me make sure that we can provide the best senior year for their classmates. That's a huge investment. And I think it really just is there to show that we do care and Northeastern does care so much about you. And we just want you guys to show that you care as well. So you've mentioned the senior legacy um, senior class group that you oversee and were once a part of. Um, Tell me a little bit more about your role with that. What are some of the events and programs you do? So we usually try to hold once a month events because this is something that is specific only to seniors. We try to have a really big kickoff. So in September, we try to get as much of the senior class as we can together to have just a big beer tasting. We have Rebecca's come and cater it for us. And we have our senior legacy committee just kind of talk about why we're all here. Great that you guys really love the beer and the food, Mm -hmm. but this is also an opportunity for us to come together as seniors. Some of these people you might not have seen since freshman year and also really try to educate them about philanthropy. This might be the first time that these seniors are acknowledging philanthropy, or this might be the first time they're thinking, this is my last year. How am I gonna, how am I gonna connect with Northeastern for this next, these next 10 months? So we really try to always have a balance of really fun and engaging events while also having some kind of educational piece for philanthropy. We've done other events like bar takeovers. Pretty soon we're going to be doing our Stuff a Husky event, which is my favorite. (laughs) I actually asked for this event to be started my senior year because I always had a lab when Stuff a Huskies were on campus. So I went all five years without having one. And so we threw one when I was a senior legacy member and it was a great turnout. I had a great time and I still have my Husky. So (laughs) I hope everyone this year will be able to keep theirs as well. Well, keepsake for you. (laughs) So there's a little stigma surrounding giving and fundraising. And what is your main goal in breaking that down? I know it's a lot about education. Definitely. So, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Education, education, education. That is how we have to break any stigma, I think. But especially this. My 
main goal is to teach these students fundraising is not scary. It actually can be really fun. I mean, I'm a little biased because I have dedicated my career so far to fundraising, (laughs) but I really do think it's a really fun job. And so actually the other part of my job where I run the Husky Starter crowdfunding platform is a huge tool I use for that because, so just a little background on that, it's for student groups who want to fundraise for something. So for example, a lot of club sports fundraise for nationals. So they'll reach out to me asking to create a Husky Starter, which is just kind of a shareable page that conveys their message, has some cool pictures, and has some interactive designs for donors to see how far they're in their progress and really like what the end goal of this is. And my favorite part of this is that the fundraising is done by the students. I help them set it up. I coach them as to how to best utilize this tool, but they are the ones doing the fundraising. And I think that is one of the best education tools we have. They really get to see how much work it takes to fundraise and really get in that mindset of finding your donor base, engaging your donor base, making sure you are presenting your cause with the most authenticity that you can. And then they also realize there's some work to be involved in it, Mm -hmm. you know? It can't Mm -hmm. just be one time asking, hey, would someone please give to my cause? It really is like making the effort to connect, following up, thanking them, um, really showing that your cause is worthy. And I think that the feedback I hear after someone has a Husky starter is what I wish all the students could say of how there really is a lot of work and a lot of strategy, but also it's fun. You get to connect with the donors. You get to see what they want to hear about your project, because sometimes you think that you should present in one way, but they care more about what kind of team bonding do you have? Mm-hmm. Or tell me about the place that you go. What else do you do other than your tournament? It's It really is, I think, enlightening for a lot of people to be on the back end and see day to day how you run a campaign, but also the work you put in and the acknowledgement that both your donors need to get and you feel afterwards. I think that's really encouraging, especially for our alumni base who might be listening, that I think sometimes when we talk about giving and Northeastern's a big university and, you know, it, it takes a lot to run this university, but I think it's hard to grasp what that dollar amount looks like. But if you're able to connect with a student who is maybe in the club that you're in or the, the team and you have some some real personal connection there, it might go a long way. And it's in the same way when you donate to, I don't know, a hospital or something, you want to know what your money's going to. And I think some of these tools that you have are really great because you can know exactly what you're giving to and talk to the actual student who's running it. Yeah, definitely. That is one thing I think actually as an educational piece as well. Philanthropy is such a big word. It's scary to think that giving to Northeastern, what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. But another thing that I really try to highlight is you can give where you want to give. We have over 400 funds where you can give something to. So if it is your team, give back to your team. If it's scholarships because you were a scholarship recipient, go for it. If you spent all your time in Snell like I did, (laughs) give to the libraries. You know, there's so many options and it is something that should be tailored to what the donor wants. So if they do want to give somewhere specific, that's phenomenal. And if they want to give somewhere, we have our area of greatest need fund. You just want to help Northeastern in general. That's a great place to do it. It kind of takes the pressure off if you don't want to decide, but if you want to specify your gift, by all means, please do it. It's all about uh, transparency, right? If that's really important to you, which I think it is a lot of people who are giving, 
you just know exactly where your money's going. And like you said, I think your your new website that your team launched is very, very great at seeing what those funds are. You can kind of navigate through and even just fun to see what's out there. Yeah. I mean, I think when I first saw that site, I was even shocked at how many places you can give. Mm-hmm. But it is, transparency is so huge with donors in general, I think especially with students. When it comes to finances, I think a lot of students are already a little strapped and they kind of feel that. So to have authority over where their money goes and feel that impact where they want it is so huge. Yeah. And what what does fundraising really mean to you? This is a big question, but in the sense of you dedicating a career to it, why is this so important to you? So I think, and I'm so grateful that I found so many parallels between um, healthcare and fundraising. Mm-hmm. I, as I mentioned, kind of always came in with a healthcare background, think that's what I was going to do. And I was doing that for a few reasons. One, I needed to be front facing and people focused. I needed to be able to help manage relationships, but I really needed to feel like I made a big impact in what I did. Before coming to college, I think all those roads led right to healthcare. Mm -hmm. And they do. That is all so true for healthcare. But once I realized that working with patients wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, and I was able to see fundraising, I was able to see how, how many parallels are between that. Because I now get to manage relationships, not only with my committee, but any student who I interact with. Any student who has any question about wanting to fundraise for their club, I really get to engage with them, which is huge for me. And... Then when it comes to impact, I think that's just so clear. A student can feel so good about whatever money they want to donate, knowing it's going to help a certain cause. Or when we have something like a Husky Starter, students can raise $10,000 in less than two months, and they get to have a whole new kind of season. They get to really up their program, and sometimes that helps them elevate to a different level that they're playing in. It's just so clear that the work they do and the work I'm helping them do can just impact them so much and really change the course of how the rest of the year, of the rest, how their view is on philanthropy. I just really love being able to see that change. That's excellent. And your team in annual giving is very focused now on Giving Day coming up. Um, what is Giving Day? I think what, how many years have has Giving Day been around and what are your team goals for this day? Yeah, so Giving Day, this is our third Giving Day. So it actually started when I was a senior. So it's uh, very close to my heart. Um, (laughs) It is essentially my elevator pitch for Giving Day. It's a 24-hour period where we just try to engage all of Northeastern community. So that's students, that's young alumni, that's parents of students, anyone who feels an attachment to Northeastern, we want to try to get you involved in this. Because it's held on campus, we really want students and anyone else who's on campus to realize this is fun. We have so much swag. We have donuts. We have inflatable couches and big <laughs> tents. And we have the sausage guy come in. We have Chicken Lou's cater a senior event The line night. for the sausage guy is always around, around oh, Centennial yes. a couple times. <laughs> sausage guy always comes at 12, leaves when he's out. There is no time period for yeah. him. We really do try to make it fun for the students and also get them engaged because we have so many challenges where um, if you get in this hour the most amount of donors, you get to unlock funds for your team. Or social media challenges where if you don't want to give, you can enter in a social media challenge. And if you win, you get to designate where certain funds go to wherever you would like them to go. So I think 
we just want to engage everyone but show them this is fun this is lighthearted, and it really can make an impact your five dollar gift if that helps unlock ten thousand dollars that's so big and we want to show that every single gift adds up i mean we raise almost a million dollars so it's just one of those things that every single donor is a part of it. So whether you gave $5, whether you gave $1,000, you are part of that winning number. And we really want people to feel like they are part of that team and part of a winning team. And I think really it's all about participation, right? And that's what your team is so focused on. And when we talk about education of it, I think when I first started working at Northeastern, not being in the student side anymore, I didn't even know that participation went towards your ranking as a university. I thought that was one of the most interesting facts and, you know, the value of your degree and and how Northeastern has continued to improve is based on just a participation number. That's not the dollar amount. That's how many alumni feel compelled to give back to their alma mater. And I think that's so powerful. So Giving Day is on April 11th, right? Coming up? It sure is, yes. So this will uh, be released, we're recording it in March now, but it will be released before Giving Day. But I think you open up early, right? Your Our website? Yes. yes. Our website will be open March 15th. So in case you're busy on Giving Day, <laughs> but still want to participate again, like Charles said, it's, you know, $5 goes a long way. Or just to check it out on the website, these challenges and what's going on. I encourage you to do that, uh, just to learn a little bit more about what uh, Northeastern is up to <laughs> these days. And this is the Northeastern Next podcast. Mm -hmm. So my favorite question to ask is what's next for you? I know you are new to this career. You're a new new graduate. But do you see a long-time career in philanthropy? I do. I, I've loved it so far. I have only seen higher ed philanthropy as I worked at Harvard and Northeastern. I really have not found anything to complain about yet. I think it really is such a good fit for me. I also am getting or I'm pursuing a master of leadership while I'm here, which is also really important to me. I think education in general is how is a huge way to succeed. But I do love philanthropy. I think I just kind of found a niche that I never thought I would before. (laughs) So I think if I ever did make a big move out of higher ed, I don't think I'd be leaving the philanthropy sphere anytime soon. And any advice for someone looking to start a career in fundraising. I know you had mentioned to me before another conversation about your mentors and connections, but what advice do you have? I I say go for the connections. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing, especially for someone like me who just had no professional experience in anything close to philanthropy. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know. And I think the simplest and the easiest, sometimes the hardest because you get so nervous, the simplest way is just ask someone. And luckily what I found and one piece of advice I would definitely give is to be a successful fundraiser. You have to be a people's person. Mm -hmm. So I would love, I love when people do reach out to me. I would love for more people to reach out to me if they're interested because philanthropy is not for everyone, but if it is for you, it's such a good fit. So I think just reaching out, even using LinkedIn, I've had people who have been connected with Northeastern before, but no great affiliation with me, just reach out and say, hey, can we chat? Can we talk about your role? Do you like where you're working? Do you like this field? Do you like higher ed in general? And that's kind of what I did too. I luckily had an advisor of Senior Legacy, but then she connected me to other people. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to do the same for someone else. I think it really is just gaining all the knowledge you can and meeting all the people and really getting a feel for who is in this field. Do I align with them? Do I like that work? 
do I think I could do it? Do I think I could be good at it? Um, so for me, it was 100% connections and mentors. Great. And so I think you might have some people reaching out to you after <laughs> this show, hopefully. But I think it is just about having those kind of productive conversations right at the beginning of what do you do and what is your day like? And just getting to know some of the, these careers that were in, in higher education, like I said, there isn't a direct path to them. So it is asking people and finding your way into them. And I think those are some of the most interesting stories out there. I have one bonus question for you, and it's, what is your favorite Northeastern memory? Ugh, tough. I, so I think the way I like to think about Northeastern is Northeastern's its own great community within the great community of Boston. So I would say my favorite times were when we were able to, Northeastern was, was able to become Boston. So whether that be a championship we won in sports or a St. Patrick's Day parade, or honestly, even one of my favorite moments was after we caught the Boston Marathon bomber. I think just seeing the collective Northeastern energy fuel into Boston energy, it just kind of gave me this feeling of I'm where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I love this. You know, I had friends who went to college in a place where the entire town was their college and we're in the middle of a city. We could easily get sucked up into something mm-hmm. else, but we're not. We stay Northeastern. And it's so nice to feel that pride and feel pride not only in my school, but where I live and what we do for the community and how we are a part of the bigger community. So I, I'm i a celebration kind of guy. <laughs> I love the celebrations. Even if I didn't go to a winning championship, I'll celebrate it. I loved it. <laughs> um, so I, those are the memories, I think, that are just going to stay with me forever. I think that's so special, too, because Northeastern is now beyond Boston, too. So it's such a, a Boston pride. It's a local pride, but it's also connecting to Northeastern as this bigger entity of, in our communities around the world. And as our alumni listen, that they're still able to connect in some way, no matter where they live now or where they're tuning in from. So Definitely, yeah. Perfect. Well, I think that's all we have time for. Thank you for your time today. I'll plug your contact information in our show notes at the end, just so people can learn more about Giving Day or you and anything coming up. Yes, please do. Anyone, please feel free to reach out. Love to meet other alums or anyone engaged with Northeastern. And thanks, Megan, for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening. New episodes will be released every other Tuesday. To connect virtually, find Charles on any source, our new exclusive Northeastern networking platform. All links and additional show notes can be found at alumni.northeastern.edu next. And for more information about Giving Day on April 11th, visit givingday.northeastern.edu. This is Megan Brisson from Alumni Relations. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to reach out to me with ideas for next guests. See you next time.